What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tell It How It Is, No Filter. I'm your host, Unstoppable Hush, a.k.a. Voice of Reason. We must not forget, that's my main alias, Voice of Reason. The YouTube channel is Voice of Reason NF, <clears throat> which stands for No Filter, case in point. What's up, what's up? This is episode 176, Toast. Cheers to the viewers. Thanks for rocking with me. You could have been anywhere else in the world right now, but you rocking, and I appreciate that because I'm here. You know, I've been doing this for a while, you know, back when I had point one viewers. Well, I, I started on the audio, so it was only audio at first. Mm. Welcome to the work week for those who's on a grind. Hope you had a good weekend. The heat was sweltering. <laughs> But nonetheless, this is summer and that's what it entails. I gotta shout out a lot of folks because you know I've gotten a lot of um, input and suggestions for things to talk about, no doubt. Call you lot, call, call a few of you out by name to give y'all little shout outs. You'll know by the nickname or the, or the abbreviation. Shout out Shy. Shout out Les. Um, Rose gave me some good tips. Um, man, forget that. If you know me and I had a discussion with you about my platform here and you gave me any input, I thank you. I appreciate you. So let me go on to the current events, of course. A lot more than I normally have. Um, <clears throat> which one do I pick first? Let's go least the greatest, if there is a greatest. Sorry to sound insensitive. So Biden caught COVID. Do we really care? I mean, at this point, this pandemic has done numbers to people. We've lost a lot of people. No matter who you are, where you were, if you didn't know specifically someone, you heard about someone. So this thing has touched countless amount of people. So for Biden to catch it, do I wish that on him? No. Do I really care? He's not really like in a bad position where he wouldn't survive that or they make sure he's good. Like, we don't really have to get nervous. What about the people that caught it that didn't have, like, aid right away? But that's me getting political, and I don't want to do that. But I just had to throw that out there because they thought that that was something that we needed to know and worry about. Um, honestly, can I take a jab at it? It doesn't really make a difference in how the world is running and working right now. So with him having it or not having it, I see no difference in the running of this hemisphere. Like, come on. Um, to the sports, which I love. Yankees, mm, still first. Best record in the MLB. They struggle with good pitching. A few losses since the All-Star break has me worried. I am worried as a Yankee fan. And for you Yankee fans out there, the good pitching is exposing some things. So, for example, I'm not going to dig too deep here. The Astros. That's my main concern. There's plenty other teams with good pitching that 
give a hard time. When it's all said and done, we're talking playoffs. We're talking about a chase for the championship. They got to go through Houston, the Astros. And I, I'm afraid because they have good pitching. And as good as the Yankees are offensively, this pitching is something to worry about. Hopefully they can adjust. Maybe I'm jumping the gun here. Playoff time is a different talk. But I just had to mention that because although they're having a superb season, I see that flaw. And we're human. We all are entitled to flaws. On the other side, I must admit, the Mets still look good as well for my Mets fans, despite their recent struggle with the Padres. You see, the Mets issue is a little more sporadic. Like, whatever's wrong, it just pops off. It's not something I can... Well, I don't watch them as much. I can't pinpoint their flaw. It just they'll just lose randomly. So I don't know how far they're gonna get. But we're rooting for both because if you're from New York, it's a good look either way, right? You're supposed to look at the bigger picture. But I'm diehard Yankees though. Um, where do I want to go? I'm telling you, it's more than I normally have. There's this thing on social media, but I'm going to hold off for a second. Yeah, so, um, Consequence. Does that name ring a bell? He was on the Love and Hip Hop show. He, I think he smacked or snuffed Joe Buttons. Big teeth. So they say ghostwrite, he ghostwrites for Kanye. How true that is, if you want to argue that. How much has he ghostwrite, ghostwritten for him? How much is he involved? Then I got to look at Drake because they say that Drake has ghostwriters as well. So as an artist myself, I, I get a little sensitive on this subject, this thing called ghostwriting. I have a small issue. But I also understand that this is business. And we need all hands on deck sometimes to give you the best product possible. It's business. It's not personal. So... That's me understanding it. But me as an artist, if I'm on a label, I get picked up major. I'm going to have an issue. Sell my soul. This is a good topic, folks. So all my upcoming artists, anybody gifted in the music area whatsoever, how do you feel about this? It's your integrity. If you get signed, if they notice you, and they give you a contract. Do they have to take you as you is? Does your pride and ego say, they took me as I am, they gonna continue to do it that way. I don't need no help writing wise. All the other expertise they have and what they excel in, that's fine. Beat selection still comes down to me but I'm open-minded for the beat selection. I'm open-minded for the topic. I'm open-minded for the look, how you dress me to an extent. Not gonna have me out here looking crazy. We're not doing that. But I, I have an open mind to those things. But when it comes to my writing, me creating, that is the core. That's in me. Could you tell me the Reword something I said. Me reworded, not you. If I say the bitch was thick, 
and you say, mm, the lady had nice curves. I can take that criticism and change up. But we got to be radio friendly and all of that. So listen, I have all the open mind. I'm not ignorant. I'm not saying I know all the answers and I'm perfect. What I'm saying is my craft is my craft. You're not going to help me write. I don't think, no, uh-uh. I don't think you're going to help me write, yo. I think I have a big issue with that. So when I look at Kanye, I look at Drake and whoever else they say, I respect what I've heard because it didn't go in vain. And as long as they got to face themselves, Kanye and Drake got to face themselves and go, this came out better because I did that. Or it's just about the money for them. You see, with me, it's a little more eclectic than that. It is about the money. Everything is about the fucking money. But I love this shit called rap. You hear me? I love it. And I don't mean to get too personal. This is not the platform for that. You know, I got my other channel for that, right? But anyway, this is what I love. So you're not going... It ain't even about who hears about it or who questions me. It's my own feelings. Now, what I used to... I'll tell you a quick story. What I used to not be as great at is the hook, the chorus. So now if I have features, I'm, I'm way better now. I kind of, my confidence went up in, in hook making. But if I have a feature or someone's on the song with me and they want to, you know, I'm humble and I can share that responsibility. If they got a feature for me, if Mary or, who, well, let's have another artist. Let's say Drake, Fabio, whoever you want to name, want to go at the hook. Even after I wrote the hook. This is, we could talk that. I don't mind that transformation. But my actual verses, you're not helping me with that. And I'm going to leave that right there. I just have an issue with that. So social media, not even that. I'm going to go somewhere else first. I, this is the least of importance next to Biden. So I should have said this second. Britney Spears and Sam, I can't pronounce his last name, it's some weird shit, no disrespect. I'm from that, like I have a weird last name as well. So I'm sensitive about it, I just refuse to try to tackle that. So Britney Spears and husband Sam, who if you follow Britney, you guys love her and check for her, you know who Sam is. Rumored to be divorcing after 39 days. Let me take a sip for that one. Is that the shortest you've ever heard? No, probably not. We probably know some hood shit that's about that long or less. But at this stature, which, let's not water it down. Celebrity or not, if you're not happy and shit is a fucking disarray, you gotta do what you gotta do. But to be in the spotlight, that is crazy. So again, comment. Reply, give me your thoughts. A divorce after 39 days. Now, you can question how long they were involved prior to marriage before you say, I think 39 days is too soon to throw in the towel. What's modern day like though? Modern day people get married, divorced, separate, leave, fuck this amount. 
That shit happened so fluently that this is really not a surprise. It really shouldn't. But authentically, traditionally, is 39 days too soon to say I quit? I'm not in their shoes, but I would say outside looking in, absolutely. From past experience, it gets a little debatable. <laughs> take it how you take it. Oh, man, that shit is crazy. So, I leave that with you to debate on whether that's true or not. That's insane. You hope to not hear that. You hope to not witness that or go through that. I got folks that I'm really close to getting married very shortly. And I wouldn't even mention this in the same breath. It just was a memory thing that my ass is going to a wedding. But, um, yeah, counseling definitely is in play. If they're religious, a pastor, reverend, definitely you should have, like, a sit-down first. Again, I'm not in these shoes. I don't know the extent but I just thought that that stood out for me. Not important, but important enough to mention. I'll go more. Okay. Kaylise. Who remembers Kaylise? Her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. She was cute for a time. The only album I know, which it may be the only album she has, is Kaleidoscope. Had a few cuts on there. Produced by the Neptunes, Pharrell and them. Nas's ex. They have a kid together. So she was married, which I didn't even know, to a Marcus Mimora. Damn, I'm fucking up more. You see, me and last names is not going to cut it. I'm going to call him M.M. Again, if you follow Khalees, you know who the husband was. Sad to say he died at 37 from cancer. I'm going to call him M.M. So somebody has on their YouTube channel saying she's thirst trapping. Now it's funny, I saw this post. Well, not a post. I saw this uh, as I was surfing YouTube. I saw them say that. And it's funny because not even a full day prior, because I follow her. Because she do like cooking and, and health stuff. And I'm all for that. And I liked her as an artist for the short time and a few hits. So I saw her in like a bathing suit or she was somewhere. I wouldn't say she was naked, but it was less clothes on her than normal. And you would have to really research her whole page to know whether she did that before or not. But the point is they're taking it. It's funny how I saw that. And it it didn't make me think she was thirst trapping, but I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Fine. Listen. But that's me not knowing she was married. But nonetheless, if the husband's passed, that was in March of this year. Is that too soon, ladies and gentlemen, to be thirst trapping if that's what that is? Like, if that's what she's doing. Is that too soon? March, let's do it. April, May, June, July. Four months. He's in the ground. Oh, I don't know if he got cremated. 
I had a segment on this before about how soon is too soon to date when your partner dies, which is a terrible situation to even have to fathom or, or explain or consider. But in her case, I don't know. It's easy to say when it ain't you. And it's easy to talk about it when you're here. But when you're not here no more, if I'm him... You know, as they say, you know, when you pass on, your spirit's still floating around here. Or maybe he can see from the heavens. How can I really get mad? How can I really feel away? I'm not here. It's easy to say that, though. It's easy to say that when you just putting your opinion in there. But it's still, come on, let's be realistic. If she is, she is. Can we go back? I mean, Nas is not dead. And I'm not wishing that on him. But when they split... How soon before she thirst trapped after him? If you want to be petty or you want to pick out all particulars. How soon did she after the Nas breakup? So I think she's grown and she's within rights. I know maybe his family or, you know, their family may or may not judge it. I don't really think this is like, let's crucify her for this. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting though. I mean, she can't just go out there and, you know, I don't know if she's dating already or whatever. If she's dating already, then this is null and void. But if she wants to be free and she wants to be out there again and she feels like, you know, I felt good about myself today, I want to show. Especially the fact that she cooks and do the help thing. Maybe she want to show progress. You know, I'm making excuses for her, you might say. But I, I don't really know about that. I'm not all for it, but I don't think we should crucify her for that. So that's that. Let me cross out my teens. So the Britney Sam thing, how y'all feel about that? The Khalees thing. What else I did? Consequence, yay. Drake, writing, yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of that. Um, I did the Yankees and Mets. Biden had COVID. Let's scratch all this stuff. Um, so I have two current events left before I get into the real dilly. Um, ah, what order I put this in? Yeah, so I saw a post which that's just like the Britney Sam thing. That's just like the Khalees thirst trap. You don't really know what's really going on. Um, pictures are, they say pictures are proof. So, without leaving you in suspense, okay, a father is going viral for kissing his 10-year-old daughter on her lips. Now, they have it bleeped out where you don't see the actual kiss, but their faces are close enough that it looks like a kiss. So, to give this entertainment... That is disgusting and totally unacceptable. I don't, I'm traditional. I feel like son or daughter, I'm not kissing them on the lips past like one, maybe two, even if I did it at all. Now I'm thinking I have a son. I kiss him on the forehead. I've kissed him on the cheek. I'm talking about him his whole life. 
And I know that's boy on boy, so they're gonna be like, you can't compare that. But if I had a daughter, which technically I have daughters, in case you didn't know. I'm not kissing them on the lips. Affection is needed with your kids to an extent, but this is taking it way out of context. Like I said, they're born, I, I'm gonna get even strict, more strict. I, I, was, I was out of line to say one or two. Birth, when that baby first come out, boy or girl, you can kiss that baby on the lips. I don't know if that's from a health standpoint wise, cause germs and how, how sensitive their skin and, and you know, they're just coming. So I don't know, I don't want them to get like a breakout, a rash, if you have like lipstick on, if you're a female, if you have like lotion on or, or you know, take these things in consideration. What, what kind of chemicals you have on you before you decide to do something like that? But I think that stage of doing that ends mighty early, like right away. Six months, not even a year. But if you want to be the most lenient, a year. So, this is unacceptable. What are your thoughts? To me, this is unacceptable. And, you know, we're not even going to just blast him even though the father is the one who got caught out there. A mother kissing her son on the lips at 10 is the equivalent. I'm not saying no affection, hugs, kiss on the forehead. When they, when, you know, let's say, you know, they went through something or before they go to bed. No doubt. But that's completely out of line. I'm not spending too much more time on that. I just saw that and it was grotesque to me. Grotesque. What are we doing out here? Um, last thing. A podcast called Pass Your Bedtime. And I've got this from Fresh and Fit. Shout out Fresh and Fit Podcast. Let me shout out the people, who, the podcast that influenced me. I got to shout out Drink Champs. I'm going to watch the one. I forgot the latest one. Damn, it slipped my mind. I'm going to sit here and try to remember who. I don't really want to see the Scott Storch one. I don't know how new that one was. I still didn't see the Snoop Dogg one. I think there's a Snoop one. Shout out Drink Chance. I'll get my thoughts together later. Shout out Joe Button still. Believe it or not, that has impact. Shout out Expert Opinion, Matt Hoffa. Million dollars worth of game. That's Gilly in them. I can't remember the one with uh, Mano. Shout out that one. So that's my love, giving them their flowers. Fresh and Fit though inspired this one. So this podcast called Pass Your Bedtime, well, that's a YouTube channel. This chick who I've never heard of until a day ago drew a follow. Had an episode with a female who also has her own podcast, which I don't know her name. I mean, the name of the podcast. Kami, Cami Crawford. So these two women sitting there discussing things about men. When I first tuned in, Give or take first five minutes. I was appalled. Like these are some bitter bitches. 
Check it out. Like I said, the YouTube channel Past Your Bedtime. Drew a follow. She's cute. Fresh and fit bastards. They called her obese and obnoxious. So that's what made me go check. And the reason I call her cute and I can say that is because that's how I always was. Even as a kid. Ask anybody. If somebody gives me an assessment of someone, maybe I visualize it to be exact or extreme. So the only reason I made that comment is because he called her obnoxious and obese. So when I went to check out who this was, I expected to see the extreme. So when I saw what she looked like, even when on IG, I keep it tall. She cute to me. She's not obese. Little heavy. But that's, you know, a matter of opinion for folks. Some people find a certain weight obese versus what society calls obese, like the mass majority. I don't really know her height and weight. She does have weight on her where you can argue that. But again, he painted an ugly picture. So I'm defending it to say that that's what I saw, that she's not ugly. She's actually cute. But it doesn't take away from the obnoxious that he was talking about. So in the first five minutes, and let me give what's her name, Flower Sue. Kami, Camille, she said the name right, it's K-A-M-I-E Crawford. Fuck the pronunciation. She's another cute. I'm defending this. The reason I'm saying cute and pretty, beautiful, whatever, is because I want you to get the message I'm sending. If you hear male bashing or women coming at men and they're really less attractive, y'all was about to say ugly, if they're less attractive and they're really obese or they're really like a stick figure, you can kind of use that to justify why they're going at it like that. You look at them and go, I see why. There's a method to my madness. I call them both, we're going to go past cute, they're not kids. I'm going to call them both beautiful because how I heard them talk and, and, and talk about men was disgusting to me at first because I'm sitting here looking. But Fresh and Fit already told us that a woman's success does not make them more attractive per se. So women, if we are into you and we, you know, you got us, I don't give a fuck what you make. I mean, do something. Have something going on. You know, bring something to the table for sure. We don't want to bail you out like you just really sit there and bat your eyes because you're pretty. But, you know what I'm saying? So I say that to say their success, <clears throat> I would think, which I'm thinking wrong. I'm admitting I'm thinking wrong. With me calling them beautiful and successful, it shocks me to hear them talk the way they do. But it proves the point of success not necessarily being a factor in you landing the right partner for women. It's dope. Women, get it. Get your bag. Secure yourself if you feel like you just have to for whatever reason. I'm not here to judge that. But to see these two women talk about us. And maybe I, I need to take my emotions out and not take it personal. 
It was a shit show. But I gave it its full chance. So the segment I watched, something about these guys or what guys something. But basically, it's the pod with them too. So if you go to the Put Past Your Bedtime channel, the one with them, you'll see it. It's recent. So as I listened to the entire thing, there were parts that I needed to hear. So, on a neutral ground, I can't give you your flowers all the way. Miss Drew follow and Kami Crawford, because I'm just going to call it Kami, because if it was a Jada, it'd be Jamie. I can't give you the flowers, but you did discuss things I need to hear. Meaning, there's a lot of women prior to this sit-down, that felt this way. So I'm not going to blame them for poisoning our women. But it's not helping. Certain aspects and certain things y'all pointed out, I could get with. So I can't shit on the whole arrangement. But y'all are some bitter bitches. And you may have valid reasons. But here's the thing about sitting here in front of this camera, sitting here posting up shit that you got to talk about. You got to use as little, but then I'm talking about women, so this is like asinine, right? You got to use as little of your emotions and what you think and try to give the people more facts, more general shit. And maybe I got to learn that too. Hell, I'm no perfectionist. In some of my pods, I probably was in some type of feelings at some point. So maybe I've sat in front of you and not used complete facts, complete statistics. And we all get a chance to do that. But I don't want you to think that the majority of your content can be played this way. Now, I've only watched one thing, and I ain't gonna stay here much longer with them. I've only watched one. So maybe your entire channel ain't based on that, but for Breaking Ice, I did gather some info that was, and I want you to go watch it for yourself to see what you can take from it. But these are some bitter bitches. It sounds like it. Now, a lot of personal shit has happened. Failed relationships. <clears throat> I feel like women who are in happy relationships, solid. And that's the thing. I think Shorty Drew Avalo is in a good relationship. So again, I didn't watch all the episodes and know if she ever shifts. But if you're in a good relationship, but you know what it was like to not be in a good one, I feel like you should balance out. You can still give your experience, give input, but it, it was too one-sided for me. I'm sorry, it's too one-sided. So go check that out, see what you think. Pass your bedtime. I'm off that. I did get things from it, but it's really one-sided. It's a lot one-sided. And sorry you women went through that. Another post that I can talk briefly on. <clears throat> it says, fellas, I'm leaking the tea right now. Fellas, if your homeboy's girlfriend don't like you, it's because he blames everything on you. You're the alibi, you're the wingman. 
boy not to get personal have I played this part. For all my younger days than recent, I think it's hard to do that now. I just don't give a fuck though because you ain't got to like me. Um, I can't make your man do what he don't already want to do. So I think that's asinine from the girlfriend's point of view. She don't have to love me, but understand that reality that if he going to do shit, he going to do shit. Suppose I can't go that time. If it's something he really want to do, he going to still pull up. So you really mad at me for what? I've been through that. I won't say who. Huh? Bring this up. Rewind that. There's niggas that can say that. I don't give a fuck. What I owe her? Sorry to sound that harsh. Maybe that was a bit extreme. Fuck it. You kind of got to take everybody's perspective, though, because if my lady doesn't like you, you got to go, bro. Nah. <laughs> this shit is too easy. Um. But I say that to say, fellas, do we really care? Like, we got to play the role, and maybe, you know, we wouldn't want it. If we had a choice, if that's your long-term partner, and y'all going to make it, I don't want you to, I don't want her to not like me. But it's not my duty, is it? Really? I mean, that's on him. He got to make the transition where when they get real serious, that he can iron that out for me. And then I can come around and not worry about that. But I have been there. You know, maybe on a different another day I'll talk specifically. I actually I'm gonna jot that down to myself because I have two topics already for the next joint that I won't tell you about. But I'll jot that down. Um girlfriend hating me. <laughs> I'll give that story the next one. It's about my man, I'm really cool with him too. Um what can you do? But, again, open mind. Vice versa. If my girl got a homegirl I don't like, she's probably doing whole shit. 304. That's the difference, I think. But it's a, it, yeah. it's arguable. And some would say it's a double, sta double standard. Because if my girl got a girl I don't like, that hoe got to go. So we could argue that. Ladies and gents, leave your comments below about that. Fellas having a homeboy that the girlfriend hates him or girls having a girl, homegirl, that her man don't like you. It's a lot more, it's a way more political on that end versus the guy. <clears throat> Tell me what you think about that and I'm off that. Um, let's get into it. So, I handle that. But that's a fact, though. I just want you to hold that. If she don't like you, it is because he blames everything on you. I think when a guy doesn't like a her, when a guy doesn't like his girl's homegirl, it ain't because she blamed him. She probably pillow talked and said some slut. Whole ass shit she did. Excuse my French. Let's keep it a stack. We don't have no reason. I don't get like I don't got no reason to hate on. You know what I'm saying? 
<clears throat> Wifey done told me some whole shit you did. That's why I don't like your ass. But you for the streets. You ain't about to bring my baby there. But that's that. Scribble, scrabble. Um... This was inspired by some people I call fam. Shout out for over the weekend. We pulled up. Shout out L.I. Long Island, Strong Island. Why do baby daddies hate on baby mothers? Is this a one and done open and shut case? Let y'all marinate on that. Why do baby daddies Hate on baby mothers. This is so not masculine to me. This is so... This describes beta male all day. I can't see an alpha male, a confident man that got shit going for him. Busses his ass. Provides. Let's get in the fresh and fit. I'm going to shout out on um, my alpha male strategist. Um, I forget his name. That's how you can look him up on YouTube. AMS. Shout out AMS. Shout out Andrew Tate. Look up these guys, fellas. They give you the core of being an alpha male and how to maintain that. But if you have value, even if you're not high value, because you, men are so criticized of what they bring to the table. So not even a super high value men, just men that's busting their ass. They get up every day and try to provide and do the best that they can. That got to come with some confidence. Even if you really not where you at financially, and I've had this problem, and I will not let it get me again. If you busting your ass and you doing the best that you can, you ain't no bum just sitting there. You getting to it. Whether it's enough, whether it's just barely enough, the motivation is masculine enough. The motivation, the will and the drive to get up every day and do whatever it takes, whether it's the correct dollar amount, what you want versus what you need, I salute you. And in that same breath, if that's you, this is fuckery right here. Straight fuckery. Get over it. Get over it. You sure changing yourself thinking if that relationship didn't work out, it's for a reason. You have this kid together, do right by the kid as best as you can. So to answer... Why do baby daddies hate on baby mothers? They still want you. Which is the case if it was vice versa. And or are lonely and miserable. But you can't. I'm taking this from AMS. Inspired by AMS. Go on YouTube. Alpha Male Strategies. I'm sorry I can't remember the guy's name. Inspirational dude. But that's definitely YouTube. Alpha Male Strategies. If you on your purpose, you ain't got time for this fuck shit. You know, I really can't say age because there's a huge debate 
that some people get older, but don't get older. They don't fucking get it. There's no time for this fuckery. Inspired by Fresh and Fit again. I gotta give flowers to show you what inspires shit. I got my own shit, but when certain things I watch and research, and it gives me more of an outlook, I gotta give them their credit. So, the thing is, your confidence and you being in your purpose is going to take you away from a lot of fuck shit. And yes, the age does not matter. Because if you don't get it, you don't get it. And I sit here because I want my young black men. And I'm sorry to just point that out. Like, I don't want all men to prosper. I do. But I got to single shit out sometimes. My black men. If you're in your early 20s. That's that approaching that manhood. If I can help so you don't make the same mistakes a lot of us did. This is why I sit here. You got to take some of this and try to avoid fuckery. If a relationship doesn't work out. And I know, you know, women get the praise. Women get the whole... Well, they could replace us faster than we could replace them. That's just facts. That, that ain't even nothing. You, I don't even want to comment or response to that. Women could replace us faster than we could replace them. But that does not mean that if you on your purpose and you get into it, that you got to act like it. It's unacceptable. And it's a part of my next topic. I mean, another topic I have on the next joint. Because I'm about to wrap up. But it, it's just fuck shit. I can't accept that. There's no justified. I answered it. Why do baby daddies hate on baby mothers? They still want you and or lonely and miserable. It's unacceptable as a man. It's unattractive. And it shows weakness. If you're doing your purpose. You got to believe that there's somebody else out there for you. You will get the satisfaction you deserve. Men, we don't need validation. It's cute. I'm being real tough and saying that I don't give a fuck about it. It'd be nice. But I don't need it. I don't need it. I know what I do. You feel me? And... It's a thing that you have to have to survive in general. And that also plays a key into why this is fuck shit. Because, men, you're supposed to want to be good for you. You're supposed to be on your grind getting shit for you. Not for somebody else. It just so happens that if you have somebody else, it's more urgent. But it should already be instilled. You, whether you're single, you cannot have nobody... You still got to be in this mindset that you got to get it. You got to get it. Whether you got one girl you love and you faithful. Whether you play in the field and got a bunch of girls. Whether you cheating on the girl you got. Whether you by yourself. This is the same focus. Get to the bag. There's no excuse. Nobody don't feel sorry for no fucking man that's coming up short. I know shit happens. The justice system is not for you.
how you were raised, both parents or not. There's shit against you, but it's adversity. It shouldn't claim you. You should break out of that shit. And I'm not saying this shit is easy, that overnight you're going to be this willing success, that it don't hurt, that you may not drop a tear, but you better not let nobody see that fucking tear. Don't let nobody, maybe your homies if you got real niggas in your corner. But snap out of this shit because time is a-wasting and don't nobody feel sorry for your ass. And I can talk this hot shit because whoever knows me knows I did dumb shit, dumb decisions. Shit that I'm probably still paying for. Fuck probably, I am. But I ain't gonna quit. I promise you that. As long as there's breath in these lungs, I'm gonna do everything possible to be above average. And my dedication and love for shit. Music, this pod, the fucking grind when I go punch in. Niggas ain't gonna call me no. Anybody that called me a bum, and this is the mindset you should have. Anybody that called me a bum is a hater and can SMD. I ain't even gonna say that. The whole shit. You know what SMD is? Because I get up every fucking day. I don't ask for no handouts. I don't expect no handout. Now, have people helped me in hard times? Absolutely. Praise to them. Absolutely. You can't do it by yourself all the time. But for the most part, ain't no fucking pity. Stick your head up. Keep. Get to it. You hear me? And I'm done with that. And on my last joint for the night. Cross that out. And, and to be, you know, to give women some praise, if you got a baby daddy that's hating on you, you the shit, girl. You the shit. I ain't gonna lie. You got some bomb ass, you already. But it's still unfortunate. So, all right, boom. First dates. First dates. I'm gonna just go straight in. Um, inspired by Les. Good looking. If a female pays for the first date, it's critical on both ends. Um, if the female's not really on traditional vibes and she wanted to pay for this first date, like, you know, she offered, you know, she took the guy out to pay for it. it, it it's critical for the future with that guy. Um, could it work still? Maybe. But... The example that was given to me that this is the same type of women that get down on one knee and propose. Now they saying that that's totally out the question from the women or woman I spoke to that is a value, high value, opinionated woman. I didn't ask some regular, not got shit going on type of female. A woman should never propose to a man. A woman should never get down on one knee. How do we feel, fellas? If we are alpha male, all that shit I just preached a minute ago, you should fucking agree. Even though it's debatable only because they draw it out that women want marriage more than men. I'm going to let that sink in. I'm sorry. Women want marriage more than men. So when you hear a woman getting down on one knee, how preposterous is that? Yeah, it's crazy. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't happen. It's just cliche that they want it more 
But I don't want you to feel like I'm promoting that. Um, Men, be on your man shit. Be on your masculine alpha I get to it shit. If you take a lady out, even if whoever offered the first date, whoever initiated contact, that first date is on you, fellas. That first date is on you. Women, you got to let a man be a man. I know this is like modern day millennia. Yo, everybody born after 1990, I pray. I want you to be great. I swear I'm not trying to talk shit. Everybody born after 1990, I'm worried a little bit. Shit is, the game done changed. But, man, the first date is on you. I mean, it's past the first date, but I'm not going to get into all that. But at least the first date is on you, no matter what. No matter what the intentions are. You just trying to fuck. You want to see where this goes. It's still on you, player. No matter where. And pick the place. Fellas. This first date is on you. The whole drawer up, the whole planning, location, what y'all should wear is on you, player. This alpha male shit is not for the weak. And some of us wasn't always strong. But I'm trying to get you the strength. And this is the way. It's how you think first. It's not physical. It first starts here. Then it's the physical. It's easier to get the physical. It's harder to get it here. But you need to get it here to be the full package. First date's on you, fellas. Huh. I'm going to let that sink for a second as I get up out of here. So until next time, stay safe. Peace.